Welcome to the Talking Wolves Transfer Podcast, the show that discusses all the latest Wolves transfer news and rumours. I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Dave as a party. Dave, how have you been keeping, mate? All good, thank you, mate. All good. Obviously, we're still waiting for the first big arrival, Matt, but um, fingers crossed it's going to be this week. Well, I've said that for the last two or three weeks, just, just living in hope still. But yeah, fingers crossed before, obviously, the tour to Spain in just over a week's time. Fingers crossed we can get someone over the line. Do you think? Do you think that they will, mate, or do you think we're going to be doing our well, Benidorm that they have? They haven't. Managed no, to get you know me. Like... I'm always, I'm always a positive, uh, a positive fan. But uh, it doesn't seem anything is imminent or close. But I don't know. Let's say yes. Let, let's try and get everyone a bit more positive in in the comments for today's podcast. Yeah, I think one of the things that I haven't really thought about recently either is the Barcelona hold a lot of can't hold the key to a lot of transfers because. You know, the, the, there's the Rafinha deal, there's Lewandowski, there's De Jong, there's maybe Neves. Like, I do, I do feel like once uh, like the De Jong and potentially Lewandowski transfer happens, and I know it's cliche, but it, it will be a bit of a, a domino effect, and we probably will start to see a few more coming in. Especially, it doesn't help when the bloke who's probably pulling the favours for us is in bed with Barcelona. So, yeah, in terms of yeah. in terms of importance, I can't imagine Wolves is. He's high up on his list, but we're going to go through a, a few rumours today, mate, and just kind of discuss where we think they're at, whether they're likely or not, um, and just, you know, chew the fat a little bit, because you know that fans love rumours, we love rumours, um, so it's nice to get a little bit excited over them, even though um, you know, we've seen quite a few over the over the past month, so be rubbish. <laughs> we'll start with the first one, mate. It's Dario Osario. Um, right winger who's playing for Universidad de Chile. Reports in Chile suggest that um, and, and I think you reported it on Talking Wolves about a month ago, Dave, that Wolves have bid 3.5 million euros. It seems that that's been rebuffed and Wolves have gone again with a 5 million euro bid. Um, yeah. He's only a young lad, isn't he? But he seems to be doing quite well. Yeah, I think he's a player, obviously, with a lot of potential, which I know sometimes, especially with our current sort of transfer you know, strategy, some people aren't, aren't bothered about potential. They want the players for now. But I think it's always good that we are looking at these players for, for the future. Um, and you know, Fosin, as an investment company, are going to be looking at players like this because they are investments. Obviously, as of right now, we don't know uh, what the ins and outs are. If this deal comes to fruition, if he'll go out on loan to Grasshoppers, uh, obviously with the news that we've had in, in the last day or so in regards to, to Chiquinho, that could throw a spanner in the works for a couple of these types of deals as well. Um, but yeah, apparently Wolves have put a 3.5 million bid in for him. Uh, there were reports then from it in and around Chile that it hadn't happened. Um, but a pretty big source over in Chile, TNT Sport, have said, yeah, we've gone in with a, a bigger offer of around 5 million euros. But I think he, he's breaking into the international scene in Chile right now, getting in, into the international squads. Um, so, yeah, looks like a, a, a promising winger. I'm not going to say I've, I've watched huge amounts of the, uh, the Chile Premier Division or whatever it's called over there, uh, but seems to be a decent option. It's hard to get your hands on on real footage, isn't it, of, of divisions such as the Chilean divisions? Because I know you, you've got like Y Scout where you get access to it, but in terms of like trying to watch the games, or you only ever see compilations on YouTube where, and I think we've ever played a lot of the best player in the world. 
Um, but yeah. look, he's, like he said, he seems to have done, done well this year, mate. He's born in 2004. That makes you, I don't know about it. I know you're one year younger than me, but that makes me feel really old. He's only 18 years of age. As soon as I say and after 2000, that's when you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like I said, he's 18 years old and he's scored four goals in 13 games. And judging by obviously some of the reports that are coming out of Chile, like you said, a big, big, uh, was it TNT, did you say? Mm-hmm. Who, who, TNT who, Sports, yeah. Yeah. Who reported it. Quite a lot of um, Ch- Chileans are saying, "Why on earth is he going to? Why on earth is he going to Wolves?" So you know, perhaps that speaks volumes as to what 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 they think the player could do. I mean, or or how far we fell off. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it, it'll be an interesting one. I think the winger position is such a a grey area right now. Obviously, we have got a number of good players in that position before the injury to Chiquinho. You could have said it was probably in terms of depth, one of our strongest positions. But now with that injury, with the uncertain future of Adama, um, obviously with the likes of Fabio maybe going out on loan, it might put Huang into a more more of a, a striker backup role. So there is, I think there is space there right now. Um, and whether Wolves go for someone like this or maybe someone a little bit more experienced, someone, I'm not saying he's been linked, but someone like a Guedes type player for argument's sake. It'll be interesting to see. But I think players like this, um, although it can frustrate fans because it'll take us a few years to see the best of someone like Osorio, um, I think it's pretty a, a risk-free deal for that low fee. I think another thing to consider as well is it it, it, it seems that players from, from South America are, are easier to get work permits for. I know we saw mm-hmm. it with Mascara. Um, so perhaps that's perhaps that's why Wolves are looking in that region. We know that Matthew Hobbs, a scout, is it Matthew Hobbs, isn't it, a scout at Wolves? Yeah, yeah. Was uh was was supposedly in in South America the past couple of weeks trying to thrash out deals for the likes of uh, Gabby Gall was one um, and Enzo, Enzo Fernandez who uh, yeah. who's, who's joined Benfica instead so I think it, I think it's one to watch I know there's another report today wasn't there saying that he um, looked like it well Wolves had submitted another bid I th- I, but the problem with these is they almost almost like rehash everyone's stories that now a lot of it isn't fresh news. Yeah, yeah, you got to pick out the bits that, yeah, someone had sent me that today and it was from a different source, but it looked like it was pretty much the same, the same story, to be fair. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. I think, um, like you said, it's been no secret that Wolves have sort of made South America, it sounds like, a little bit of a priority this summer in terms of trying to get players. I think, like you say, right now with work permit situation, it seems and looks like it's a little bit easier to get hold of them. Um, and much lower fees over there as well. So it's a it's a win-win, really, for Wolves. It certainly is. Uh, moving on to the next player, Dave. Uh, this one, uh, this rumour was, I think, from a, from a couple of days ago. It, it's Paul Onowachu on from Ghent. Um, reports in Nigeria suggest that he's, he could be available for around 18 million euros. In terms of profiles for a centre-forward, Dave, he, he fits the bill for what Bruno Large is looking for. Yeah, absolute tank. Six foot seven. He's got a decent goal record. I know it's um in Belgium, isn't it? Genk. Um, Genk yeah. So, yeah, so the Genk bus. Um so, <laughs> that's a major throw about that, isn't I know. it? <laughs> so yeah, he's got a de- he's got a decent record over there. Something completely different to what Wolves have got at the moment. Um, you know, we were looking at the, the bigger strikers like the Kiefer Moores and, and so on over the last twelve months, eighteen months. Um, so it'd be interesting. I don't think personally, I don't think Wolves would throw that amount of money on him. Um, if they could get it down below the 15 to 10 mark, uh, I think it would probably be 
consider a little bit more, especially due to his age. I'm not saying he's past it, yeah. but I think he's 28 now, isn't he? He is, yes. Um, so I think 18 million quid or euros, it doesn't really give you much much sell on there. Um, but there's some big clubs that are apparently interested, Wolves, like Let's Go Madrid, Leverkusen, I think Besiktas. Um, so there's a couple of decent sides that are linked in with him. And like I say, it would, it would just give us something completely different to what isn't in the squad already. Yeah, because the report came from Punch, uh, which I believe is a news outlet in Nigeria. So already a, a little bit sceptical about, about that. You you do often find, don't you, that players will try and get their their their, their native their native press to try and force and move for them. It's been no secret yeah. that he's he's been looking elsewhere. It says that the players' preference is to, is to move to the Premier League, but it says clubs such as Atletico Madrid and Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, are, are interested in him. He's 28, but he did score 19 league goals last season. Um, he, def- he definitely does fit that bill, doesn't he, in terms of that that big striker. But like you said, at, at, at 28, I, ca- I can't see Wolves throwing down 18 million euros on him. Not 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 at all. But yeah, it's uh, maybe maybe an easy link to make. But I'm 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 not too convinced about the truth in this. Well, we may be wrong, yeah. but. No, I, th- I think you're right as well. I think, you know, the profile of striker is po- possibly something that we're going for, like like we've already said. Um, but the feed, the feed doesn't make sense. That, that's the one sort of sticking point for, there for me. I, I don't think Wolves would spend that amount of money. I know a lot of people will probably say, well, we ain't going to spend much money at all this window. Um, mm. But they definitely won't spend that amount of money on someone that's not guaranteed to be a first choice striker. I know people will use the Fabio Silva argument, but Wolves would have learned their lesson on that. Trust me. You'd hope. I mean, the, the quote in 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 Punch uh, from Onyachu is: "I love the Premier League a lot, and will not mind playing there if the right offer comes. The Spanish league is also good, as well, but depends on what is on the table if the agreement is reached." Um, he doesn't go on to mention Bundesliga or any other leagues, but to me, mate, it sounds like he may be edging his bets a little bit. Mm, yeah, I, I I I don't know. It'd be interesting to see him in the Premier League. I don't think you see many of these bigger strikes. I think we spoke about it on the uh, video with um, with Dan Butler a few weeks yeah. ago, but speaking a little bit about these these taller, bigger strikers. Last time Wolves had a joint like that, what maybe Stefan Meyerhofer? I, I was mean, just I, about I'm, to say that yeah. Wolves haven't got a, a, a great track record in signing giant strikers from from the rest of Europe. Have they? I mean, yeah. Meyerhofer was, was 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 awful, wasn't he? Yeah, trying to think, we haven't really had anyone else of that sort of mould, have we? Not in our lifetime, anyway, maybe. No, not like not six foot four, five, six foot six plus. I think that the last one potentially may have been Chris Iwalumo. Um, yeah, true, I know yeah. Ke- Kevin Kyle was a big lad as well, Ernie. But I don't think, um, I, I don't think since we've since, since the likes of Iwalumo, we've really had that real real focal point. I mean, we'll have to we'll have to men- mention as well. I know Finn won't forgive us if we don't mention it. If you if you have a good search on Twitter, you'll see Paul Onoachu scored a hat trick. I think it was a couple of years ago. <laughs> And it could be labelled as one of the worst hack tricks you'll ever see in your life. Because the way that, that kicks a ball, that bloke kicks a ball or, or doesn't kick a ball, I should say, is tremendous. It, it's similar to the uh, the horse playing with the, uh, the the gym ball, isn't it? You know, it's like yeah, yeah, it's um, falling over the gym. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't paint him in a great picture. And, you know, you want, and it's no secret that Bruno wants a player who can get on the end of crosses and is a real threat in the air. But you for me, you always find that players this height aren't. I mean, they're obviously good in the air, but they're not. They're not. They're not fantastic because they they don't tend to jump. It's always the ones who are around like six two, six three, with a bit of spring in them. He's almost yeah, maybe too big. But 
that one reminds me saying that anything in it. I don't think there's been anything else um, that that's come out. No, still on, early on days. Now. Yeah, yeah. So I know that I know that um, Genka are open to selling him from from the report. I think they're looking to bring in another couple of strikers. So we shall see. Moving on now, mate, to rumor number three, and I feel like this one may drag on uh, for quite some time. I know that Liam Key and the Wolves correspondent, the Express and Star, had. had um, released, a, a, well, sent a tweet out to say that Wolves weren't actually interested in him. It's Gonzalo Ramos at uh, Benfica. We've spoken about him before. I know that Dan Butler put him in his, his analysis piece for the recruitment plan, which you can you can find on Talking Wolves' YouTube. It's an e- excellent piece. I recommend anyone who's interested in stats and stuff to go and watch that. But it's a, it's a really easy link to make, but it's one that concerns me a little bit, Dave, because, you know, we, we've seen this film before and I don't really like the ending. Yeah, and and I've, I've mentioned this a couple of times, and I think people got the wrong end of the stick with what with what I was saying in regards to this deal. So obviously, uh, Gonzalo Ramos, young forward at, at Benfica, we've been linked with him already, probably for the last two seasons. Um, and I'm not saying he's a bad player because he's not. He's a very talented player. Got a lot more. Got a lot of first team experience already. Champions League experience, scoring goals at that level. Um, but the concern for me here is that Wolves aren't. You could you could argue with me on this bit. Wolves, I don't think Wolves are in desperate desperate need to spend a huge amount of money on one striker. We need to find different profiles of play that is going to make Wolves better. And I think the the reason Wolves struggled to score goals for the last couple of seasons is mainly down to the the service from the midfield uh, and from the wide areas. Um, so Ramos, obviously linked to Wolves, it's said that Benfica want around 45 million euros, which I said is too much of a risk because it just screams another fab- of another Fabio Silva deal. And I didn't mean that in a way that Ramos is going to come in and he's going to be he's not going to be any good. It, I just meant it in the fact that that money could be spent better in other areas right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know there's talks of maybe a loan to buy deal, but a lot of reports in Portugal are suggesting that Benfica will only entertain um, a big permanent offer. So um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on this one, Matt. If if a loan is, is an option there, I'd definitely be interested in that, but I'd be very surprised and potentially disappointed if Wolves spent 45 million or around 45 million on Ramos. I, I understand where you're coming from, mate. Um, I'd potentially refine, me personally, I'd probably refine that statement a little bit that Wolves should spend 45 million euros on a centre forward, but he has to come in and be head and shoulders above what we've got. I'm not convinced that Ramos would come to Wolves and be a surefire starter every week. I know that Jimenez yeah. wasn't wasn't great last season, but I still think that Jimenez with the club and with Lars has got still quite a lot of credit in the bank. And I'm not convinced that Ramos would come in and be be our out and out number nine for for most games in the season. So, like I said, I'm happy for them to spend that fee on a on a you know a, a centre forward who's going to come in and, and who's proven. But there's still you know Ramos is still unproven. Look, he, he he seems like he could be a, a good player. Um, and we know that Bruno Large is, is a fan of Ramos, having worked with him at Benfica. Um, Ojoga um, also reported that Wolves tried to sign Ramos on loan in January. But of course, Benfica pushed back on that. Another thing to consider here, mate, is it looks like Severovic is going to leave Benfica. Darwin Nunez has already gone to Liverpool. Are they going to let another centre-forward go in this window? And that's probably why they're, they're holding out for a, a permanent deal for, low less, for, low, for no less than €45 million. Euros. 
because they don't yeah they don't well they're not in a desperate need to sell are they i think you're right there so yeah i, I, I agree obviously he could play as a number 10 like as a second striker as well but i think whilst you've got morgan gibbs white still at the club which i know we'll talk about in a bit players like pedenta could fill out that role as well Again, and, and there's no uh, guarantee that Wolves are going to go in and play this season with like a 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1. That, then that doesn't really make sense. So, yeah, like I said, I think he's a good player, but I just don't think he warrants right now, as of this window, warrants us spending that amount of money on him. No, I, I completely agree, mate. And, and you know, you almost get the same kind of vibes that you get with Silver, and that's Fabio Silver. Now, that, that's no disrespect to him. Um it almost feels like we'd be doing someone a favour again with this. If 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 Wolf was to utilise the the loan with an option to buy, which we you know we, we feel like we haven't utilised as, as good as we as we did in the first season for what two or three seasons, then I'm absolutely all for that. But to put down 45 million euros on uh, on on what is an unproven 21 year old at the minute, then it doesn't scream like sensible business to me. Mm, moving on, moving on, mate. To uh, we've one of our own. It's Morgan Gibbs White. Really strange one. This um, multiple reports suggest that Crystal Palace uh, and Everton are, are, are the front runners for, for for Morgan Gibbs White. It looks like Forrest are also interested. It's said that Wolves have offered Gibbs White a new deal, but both parties seem quite relaxed on on that. He's yet to sign yet to sign that new deal. Personally, mate, I think it looks more and more likely that he will go. Um, which is a shame. I, I know. I know you're in the camp of wanting him to stay, aren't you, Dave? Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think he'll stay. I, I do personally. I don't I think. think... Go. I'm not sure. I think it's one of those, like you say. We'll probably have to see how uh, the window progresses in the next week or so. And I think, but Forest have already spent a decent amount of money. I think it'll um, be Everton if anyone. Yeah, yeah, but. I, I get, and I know a lot of people say, "Well, why will he want to go to Everton?" It's almost maybe like a side sideways step. Well, they have got a little bit, you know, the Richarlison money coming in. I know they've got to be careful a little bit with FFP, but they have got other uh, sellable players. Um, but we've said before, he's sort of been burnt at Wolves recently, predominantly down to what happened with Nuno when he was at Swansea, had a really decent half season. Nuno recalled him, promised him first team football, and didn't really give him enough of it. Um, I thought, and I said, obviously spoke about it on the podcast a number of times. I thought he was outstanding last preseason, had a really solid game against Forest in the Cup, and then obviously went out on loan uh, to Sheffield United, where he's been brilliant again. So he's coming in. Obviously, he scored in in the uh, behind closed doors friendly against Burnley. If we can play to his strengths, which as a club, uh, in terms of the system, I don't think we've played to his strengths at all over the last five or six years. And I'm not saying we should do that. But unfortunately for Morgan and unfortunately for a couple of players, Wolves just haven't had the formation and system to suit them as players. Um, I don't dislike him as a, on in a in a wide area. I'm not saying he's an out and out winger, but I don't dislike that. He played in a front two for Sheffield United, almost in a free role as a second striker. I don't dislike the sound of that either. Um, so just I think a lot of it will depend on how Wolves you know set up this season. I think in regards to the contract situation, like you said. Wolves have got one on the table, apparently. He might be waiting till January to see what his game time's like, what how Wolves are getting on in the league and how the interest getting in, in, in him. But it's a, it's a difficult situation for Wolves to be in because I think they're saying anywhere between sort of 20 and 30 million pounds, depending on what reports you read. Mm. It's a big risk because is his stock ever going to be higher than this? 
we don't know. He could have an absolute disastrous season and his value drops below 10 million again and it's never going to get this high. So I can see it from Wall's point of view. Um, but at the same time, we're desperate for players still. So I think just selling him for the sake of it isn't, it, you know, isn't good business at the minute. Well, the rumours were that against Burnley that, that Bruno opted for a back four. Um, you know, that maybe maybe give a, a bit more room for Gibbs White to be slotted into that team. I know at Sheffield United, he, in, in a central role in midfield, it, you know, it wasn't his strongest position. Like you said, most of his joy came in a, a playing just behind a striker and almost like a free role, um, mm-hmm. which we have pedents for. Um, but it does fit into what, what Bruno Large likes, we've seen it at Benfica. We've seen it in in, in spells um, for, for for Wolves last season in terms of the system he's played. But you are right; it, it, this is this is as high as his stock's going to be, um, unless he goes on to have a wonderful season. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you, you you're in that weird territory, aren't you? Because he's got two years left on his deal. It's in the same kind of boat as Neves. Personally, if he's not going to sign a new deal, and it's the same with Neves for me, go. Go and get, get sell them now because if it if it is truly sell to buy, we need to raise capital to go and get other players in. And unfortunately, those two at the minute um, are probably your most saleable assets. Like rumours mm-hmm. to be thirty million pound, Everton are, are looking to, to 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 offer. You've also got the Kevin Fellwell link, who's sporting director course, at Everton. Yeah. Um, obviously, knows him, worked with him previously, knows how much of a of a talented lad he is. But it's whether he can he can really apply it in the Premier League and. If he if he does stay, I, I I really hope he does because you know like you said, Dave, he had he had a wonderful preseason last year, and we were surprised to see him not well to be shipped out on loan. He's been he's been had his fingers burnt before. He may he may think it's time to, to time to move on, but I think they're 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 going to have to make a decision this window. I, I don't think I don't think they should let it run on until, until January because like you said, his his value is only going to get less and less if he if he stays and he's he's, he's having you know sporadic appearances off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, it is a it is a risk letting it run run to Jan, um, but yeah, like you mentioned there, I think Everton, if out you know out of these teams, probably the most feasible option. I think they've got the money to buy him, um, and you've got the Fellwell link. They've brought in Gareth Prosser as part of their their youth um, youth setup there. And I'm not saying Morgan's going to play in the youth setup, but Gareth Prosser was a big part of when Morgan was coming up through Wolves. So there is a relationship there. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping he'll stay, and I'm hoping he'll have a you know a big part to play this season. But obviously, we'll wait and see. Another another thing as well, and people might think, oh, he's, you know, he's not he's not a fantastic manager. What has he done? But I think for young English players, especially central midfielders, who have the chance to go and play for Frank Lampard. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a plus because you know Morgan's what similar age to us. He's maybe a couple of years younger. We we grew up watching Frank Lampard scoring twenty goals a season in the Premier League every single season. You know, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he, he almost, him and Gerard were the oracle for central, English central midfielders. So, exactly. might, might, maybe something to do to do with that too. So, we'll wait to see on that one. But if he does stay, hopefully he does sign a new deal. Moving on now, mate, to our fifth rumour. Um, and this one, it's a, uh, it, it seems to be, it seems to be get, getting a few legs now. Um, but it, it's been pulled back a little bit. It's Mario Vuskovic, a Croatian defender who plays for Hamburg. Um, in the Bundesliga too, uh, yeah. rumours in uh, from, coming out of um, Hamburg suggest that uh, a, a bit of around ten million euros would be enough to secure the, the, the centre half services. Um, other rumours uh, had suggested that he'd already had a medical at Wolves, but that's since been uh, squashed. Um, a, a player that 
looking at looking at his stats, he's you know he's, he's he's around six foot one, six foot two, but both competent in in bringing the ball out and also uh, progressive passes. In terms of a profile, mate, he's uh, he's exactly what we're after. Yeah, I mean we we're desperate for a central uh, or central defender. Um, I think he started off the the preseason quite well uh, with Hamburg as well. I think he's already got a couple of goals. I think he's a good free kick taker as well, which is always a nice added bonus. I know, um, but no, I always love it when it when it like a center half like takes penos or free kicks. I, I don't know what it is about it, but um, it, it, it'd Fabian be nice to see. Charles, one isn't it at, at Newcastle? There was Alex at, yeah, Alex at Chelsea, yeah. but was... like for the in the youth team, Ollie Tipton for Wolves, eighteen to twenty three. He's a penalty taker, a good penalty taker. So. Just, just one of those things, but I remember yeah, Virgil Van Dijk at, at, at Celtic as well. He, he oh, scored yeah. a couple of free it's kicks. In absolute, yeah, I remember Romain Sison. I was an auxiliary centre half, but he's always standing over free kicks at, at his time at Wolves, and he scored. I mean, he scored that cracker from distance at Millwall, didn't he? I know it wasn't a free kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is nice. It, it is nice. Uh, and just mate, uh, if, if they're left footed though, as well, it's even it's even better because yeah. he's extremely cultured. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, like you said, he's only twenty years of age. Um, he he'd been on on loan at Hamburg and they'd signed him permanently. Um, and they had been relegated this season, but there was a lot of good uh, good Bundesliga teams, uh, looking at him and obviously Wolves looking at him as well. And, um, it it's not really gone far over the last few days. There's not been much information, like you said, there had been. A rumor, and I, I think I think it was a Wolves fan on the windup actually, because I had a few, mm-hmm. um, I had a few German accounts ask ask if I'd seen any news about it, and I said no. This is the only thing I could find. Um, yeah, but... I had some Croatian Croatian news outlets asking me as well. Yeah, um, I was like, unfortunately, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but like you said, about ten million euros, which um, I think a player already got, you know, top level experience, international experience. Um, you know, it, it, it's not too bad, bad at all. So fingers crossed. It, it's it's interesting because we haven't really seen many links with centre backs. No. I think it's definitely an area that Wolves will want to strengthen, especially after losing Marcel, who could have sort of played there, uh, and obviously Romain Sace as well. Yeah, and um, I mean, like I said, he, he's still twenty. He's still time to develop. He's got top flight experience. He signed from uh, Hajduk Split. Uh, in Croatia, and I think I think Hamburg signing for around about three point five million euros. Correct, yeah. and that was, and that was fairly recently. I think that's only just been made permanent, hasn't it? Because I think he spent on the, the season on loan there last season. So I mean, they're laughing. They're they're making they're making bank on it already. Um, so you know, perhaps 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 one to watch. It was Sky Sports Germany who who first um, first um, reported on it. I think I think similar to like I don't think that, that they're as reputable as. Sky Sports are here, and I'm not saying that Sky Sports in England are anymore. Again, they're relying. There's a lot of them, like out, outside of the UK. I think Sky Sports Italy in the UK awful, more apparently. It's yeah, like Sky Italy is dreadful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of Italian sources, unless it's like Fabrizio, who obviously gets a lot of his stuff from other journalists anyway. Or Dimarzio's all right. Um, mm. the rest of them are absolutely dreadful. <laughs> yeah, I know there are there are a few knocking about, aren't there? We won't mention any names who, um. Well, just post Wolves news, and it's it's just absolute nonsense. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, and and you know, I class myself as one of those. You get sucked in by it, don't you? Because you do, you do just live in hope. You know, with well, when we're uh, when, as Wolves fans right now, because we still haven't signed a player, because we're getting so desperate. You do. Well, we signed we signed Huang, but it doesn't really count, does it? No, that definitely doesn't count. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. Come on. <laughs> um, 
our last rumour, mate, um, a bit of a, a shot in the dark, this one. And it, it, it's one that, oh, I think it came out a, a, a early, last Monday. Uh, uh, was it last yeah. Monday? Mm-hmm. Um, is a sensational link to Monaco's Vissan Ben Yedda. Um, reports in France suggest that Wolves and Manchester United are, have made contact with Monaco uh, over the 31-year-old, who's a, an absolute machine. He's, a, he's, a, he's an elite striker. He's extremely prolific. He could score 25 in, in 37 for Monaco in Liga 1 last season. Dave looks extremely unlikely, doesn't he? I mean, if we were to pull this off, Jeff, she it will be it in the statue, but yeah. I mean, it does seem unlikely. Yeah, it does. It does seem unlikely. Um, coming, like I think he's twenty eight as well, isn't he? Um, so no, he's thirty one. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, he's thirty one. So, yeah. All right, so he's even older yet. So yeah, it's a time. Uh, I'm not saying he's past it, but it's probably the time in, in his career now where he's thinking, right? If I want to be playing in the best leagues in the world, I've probably got to think about doing it now. Um, so I think for the Monaco one, the teams, especially like Manchester United, I think it's too much to risk for them unless they end up getting rid of the likes of Ronaldo and so on. But I think it's too much of a risk for them. Depends on fee for me. Obviously, phenomenal footballer, unbelievable record in goal contributions, not just goals, but assists as well. Um, but yeah, I'll be all over this. I'll be all over this. Value, if you had to say, what would you pay for him? If we could do like 25 million, I think I'd be happy with that. I, I think so, and 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 you may think, well, why on earth would he would he want to come to Wolves? But he left he left Severe to go to to go to Monaco, and for me, that's that's a a step down. I mean, his contract expired. He's French, though, isn't he? He is. He is. There is that to consider as well. Um, but his contract expires on in 2024, so he's still got two years left on his deal. If you can, I think if you can thrash out a deal here for 20 to 25 million, and again, this is all. Up in the air because I, I don't believe it. it There's it so will. little information on it right now as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think I think the Man United link is probably um, more believable, especially if Ronaldo goes. But as a player, mate, he's absolutely excellent. Everywhere he's gone, he scored goals, and fans may think, oh, you know, we're, we're, Jimenez in his prime, no one be as good as that. But personally, I think Ben Yedder is that next step up to Jimenez in his prime. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really do. Everywhere he's gone. He, he he has scored goals, um, so 214 goals in 436 appearances throughout his career. So it's a great record. That's he, a league, he, isn't it as well? Yeah, yeah. He, he's absolutely he's absolutely. No, that's across Europa League champions. Oh, league. is it? Flipping yeah, out. yeah. Um, you know, in, in, he's got 10 in 14 Champions League, eight in 15 Europa League. Um, he's an, an elite striker, and if Wolves can pull this off, Dave. It really would be, I know he's 31 and he's 32 in August, so he's coming up to his 32nd birthday. It would be a statement signing, but it's, and you don't mind paying paying the wages because you're probably only going to get him on a three-year deal. But for, for how old he is and what he means to Monaco, you're probably looking at upwards of 25, I think. 25 yeah, yeah. Yeah, but again, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he's a player that can play a little bit deeper as like a number 10 as well. So, um I think that that's always an option maybe later on in his, his career in the next year or two. If you don't think he's got that yard of pace anymore, he can just sit that tiny little bit deeper. But yeah, it's extremely early days. I mean, we were talking about sort of living in hope. I think there was a guy that posted on Molyneux Mix earlier today about uh, an, a, a big marquee signing coming in from France and everyone's sort of eyes just sort of focused on, on the Ben Yedder deal. So we'll wait and see. But yeah, extremely early days. It came from a source that, 
not really got much experience with, so I can't say if it was good or bad. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see because not much more information came of it. But what a signing that would be! That that would feel like we're almost going back to that first transfer window in when we got promoted again, like signing these players that we thought we'd never ever see in a wall shirt. Yeah, absolutely. And it was the, the source was Media Foot Marseille, um, which you know it's not it's not Lekip. So bear, bear that in mind. But you are right in, in, with Ben Yedder, mate. He can play a little bit a little bit deeper, but. In terms of like his characteristics, characteristics, he's got absolutely everything. He's strong. He's quick. He's actually he's actually really good in the area. Even though he's not the biggest, I think he's about five nine, five ten. Finishing mm. is unbelievable. Um, and just and just a very very intelligent footballer. So we'll wait to see if anything else um, comes out on that. I know that uh, I saw a rumor that potentially Toulouse um, uh, were, were, were interesting too. But in terms of finances, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they've got money or. Or where they've I'm not sure. I've not seen so that I'm one. Not, not too clued, clued up on French football, but we shall see. We shall see. But you know, with, with these reports, it's that these they that they come out for a reason, and whether that's Monaco wanting to drum up a bit of interest for him, whether that's a player wanting to to leave the club to find a move. I don't think they, un, 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 unless you're you know journalists, we won't mention unless it's just magic's out of thin air. Um. There almost is a reason what 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 whilst have come out. So I will say on that one, like I said, not holding out any hope. That that rumor on Molyneux Mix, though, which is if anyone's not aware of Molyneux Mix, it's just a fan forum. Um, you do get a lot of people on there posting about being ITK and in in the know. And we'll, we'll what was the uh, the Catronian Coutinho one last season, Dave? I think I was on Twitter. Was that on Twitter? No, it was originally from Molyneux Mix. I think that um, someone. Had said that they'd spotted Coutinho in the mount, um, and said like those who know will believe me, believe what you want, or what something like that, wasn't it? And it turns out that it was actually Catrono <laughs> who uh, was living out of the mount. So that's probably yeah. all you need to know about Molyneux mix. But just on that one, mate, just so people can get a little bit excited, it, it said that Wolves were also trying to sign Nani Magiuk from Pierce Feed as well, didn't they? So yeah, I mean there was there was a lot. That- I think they were basically saying by Wednesday it'll show that the Wolves do have still have money to spend. So I don't know whether that's we're going to bring somebody in. It's going to be a big signing. I don't know, but no. Other than Nani, Mad, Mad, what did he say? Maduke, Maduweki. There was no other names mentioned. So it's, yeah, it's extremely early days. But I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm I'm living in hope this week, Matt. That in the next few days we'll see. Not Dazzling Dave holding up the shirt outside Molly. I'm sure it was somebody else. <laughs> That's the signing we all wanted. I, I know yeah. there's like I've seen an, a couple of tweets, and again with no real substance or source or links about like Lucas Baguetta as well, which I, I, I don't believe. Oh uh, yeah, I saw yeah. that today. The I did Newcastle, tweet about that. Yeah. I've not seen anything. I mean, if they're the type of players that we're going for, then it's absolutely time to you know get our passport ready. Um, but I, I can't I can't see it happening on on any of those free fronts at all. I think we'll be. I think we'll be in a, a lot more, a lot smarter and a lot more uh, tighter on the purse strings. Um, that's it, Dave. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed that. It's nice to chew yeah. the fat, isn't it? And just go through mm-hmm. and just maybe try and add, add a little bit of sense and a bit of rhyme and reason into these rumours. Because when, when yeah. I, and you're the same as me, as soon as as soon as we get see a rumour come out on Twitter or something that that's been posted, and, and you don't care how sensational it is. You're just excited, aren't you? Because you're like, oh, I mean, we've had we've had Mateus Nunes dragging on for for months, and you know, it's it's just you know, you get excited, don't you? But you know, when you sometimes it's best to just kind of 
sit back, just wait for things. Like the stuff with Morgan Gibbs, right the other day, people were going mad at the club saying, Why on it? What on earth are we doing? I was like, like, No, we've put a value on him. We're not selling him yet. No one's put a bid in. So, like, let's just wait, wait a little bit. So yeah, and a lot of people know we do the videos uh, every other day or whatever, just on the on the rumors and on the news. But stuff like this is is good because we can actually sit down, have a discussion about it, dig in a, a little bit deeper, like you're saying. Yeah, it was good fun. It was. If if you have enjoyed it, guys, don't forget to let us know in, in the comment section down below. We can, you know, we're hoping to do these once a week as long as as uh, for as long as the window goes on, as long as there's enough kind of rumors out there, then then we'll keep doing it. But if you have enjoyed it, so like I said, don't uh, don't forget to let us know and also like the video. If you are new here, please subscribe. And until next time, take care and look after yourselves. <laughs>